Listener Production. Hello and welcome to Just the Gist, Rosie Waterland's weekly podcast where (laughs) she gives you just the gist of what you need to know. This week, the finale of The Bachelorette, finally, hallelujah, thank God. Ooh, you're very good at that. Welcome, Rosie Waterland, (laughs) (laughs) to your own show that I'm introducing. Jacob, it's our show. Welcome, Jacob Stanley. Everybody loves you more than they love me because your voice is so sexy. That was me trying to be sexy and it wasn't great. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Let's start. Oh, God, so so humiliating. Okay, let's go. (laughs) We're at the final three dates. Jacob. Wait, how many episodes? What do you mean? How many episodes? There's no. Two, uh, there's two episodes to go. Oh, I three. thought it was one. Okay, yep, cool. No, yep. okay, so Wednesday night and Thursday night. Yep. Two episodes to go, three guys to go. Who, so we've got dog remind, guy. Yep. I've 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 summarized it for you, don't okay. worry. We've got dog guy. Yes. Who is the dog guy? We've got Tim, who is Frothia. Uh-huh. And then we've got Carlin, who is like the human Ken doll. Mm-hmm. Those are the three left. Mm-hmm. And so Angie has to decide between these three. Mm-hmm. And we open on her looking in a bathroom mirror and like getting ready for the day. Mm-hmm. And we know that Priceline has paid for the entire final two episodes <laughs> because there's a makeup bag in front of her. And it's like, there's no such thing as a Priceline makeup bag, so they just took a Priceline bumper sticker and stuck it on a makeup bag <laughs> and put it, like, front and centre in front of the camera. So Angie's there, like, doing her hair, but, like, it's one of those weird situations where she's, like, just woken up, but she looks perfect, uh-huh. and when she goes and looks in front of the mirror, all she has to do is give her hair a couple scrunches and then mm-hmm. she's good to go, yes? Mm-hmm. And she's got her Priceline makeup bag in front of her. So mm-hmm. we know, like, thanks, Priceline, for the budget. Mm-hmm. Then she walks on the beach and she does some serious beach thinking and she says she's never been in love b- before. She's 29. And so that's why this decision is so hard for her because she doesn't know what it feels like to be in love. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't know what to do, like, or who to pick because she doesn't know how it feels when you're meant to feel the right way you feel, Mm -hmm. which I feel like being in love is not a complicated thing. When you feel it, you just know that you are, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, So this whole episode is just the final three dates. So each guy gets a final date. And so we start with Tim Frothier. Mm Mm-hmm. He gets his final date. And I feel like I need to reiterate that he's 27. And when we talk about him, it sounds like he's 20. Mm. Like it sounds like he's a little kid, but he's 27. But he acts like a little kid. He acts like he's 20. Yeah. Uh (laughs) The theme of this date is, the theme of this date is Angie's like, I like him, but I can't figure out why. Uh It's kind of like he's the real life equivalent of Shaggy from Scott. Gooby-doo, but I like him in spite of myself Uh and I want to explore that because all the guys on this show have been terrible and he makes me laugh, so even though he's a dud, I've got to at least look into it. Uh That's kind of where we're at. So they go on a trike ride, which is where it's a motorbike with someone driving at the front and the two of them sit in a thing at the back. 
and they do that. <laughs> that's, that's, no judgment. That is literally 75% of the date. <laughs> and then they go and paint a mural and it's cute. It, they both get put in like uh, white overalls and the date is very 10 things I hate about you. Like, you know, that scene with Heath Ledger and what's her name when they're playing paintball. Yeah, Julia yeah. Stiles, yeah. Julia Stiles, yeah. Mm. So the date is very much that. They're like in these white overalls and they're kind of just making a lot of mess with paint and throwing paint on each other. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of to show that like they have fun together mm. and there's three guys left, but he is the funnest. And to be honest, if I was her, I would, of the three that are left, I would pick him. I mean, I wouldn't pick any of them because they wouldn't be my top three, but like, if I was forced to choose, I would pick him. And I think that's something you realise as you get older is that it's always, always, always better to go with the person who makes you laugh rather than with the person who only gives you minge twinge, mm-hmm. which I think is what happens with Tim. Like Carlin and Dog Guy mm-hmm. give her minge twinge. They're both very good looking, but they're both boring. Tim... Frothier, mm-hmm. makes her laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, like, as you mature, you realise that your minge twinge or with a guy, your peen pulse points you in a certain direction, uh-huh. which is fine, but if you're going to have a relationship with a person, you need more than that, yeah. right? Yeah. And so ideally you want both. You want a minge twinge or a peen pulse and a person who makes you laugh and is smart and makes you think. Mm. But if you have to pick between the two, you should probably go with someone who makes you laugh and makes you think rather than someone who only gives you minge twinge or peen pulse. Yes? Yes, yes. Why do you seem unsure? No, no, I think you're actually saying something surprisingly wise given that you use the words... (laughs) Minge twinge <laughs> and pain pulse. Hey man, that was Felix's. I, I was desperate. I just went with what Felix said. And it worked really well. But I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> correct. Like anyone who's fallen for someone and you have quite an intense and serious sort of mm. relationship that lacks any of the playfulness and the fun um, that really should be part of any sort of, especially the early stages. Yeah. Um, yeah. Once you're in your mid-30s, you come to realise that's a bit of a red flag, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like when you're in your 20s, you're like, oh, this person doesn't meet me on an intellectual level and and they don't get my references and they're not as funny as I am. But you're like, oh, but we have good sex. It's fine. It's like, no, that's fine for now, but Mm. it won't last. Mm -hmm. And I think as you age and you date a lot of people and you come to realise that there are certain things that are just as important as a physical connection, mm-hmm. which is what I think she's trying to figure out with Tim. Like she's like, he makes me laugh. He's really funny. He's really unique. He's really sweet. Um, and she's like drawn to him and she can't quite work out why. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, they cut to Tim And he's feeling feelings and he doesn't quite know how to articulate them because I don't think he's ever had to articulate feeling feelings for girls before because he's only ever made out with girls at 3am on the dance floor at Bang Gang. So (laughs) he kind of, he literally says, I wrote this down. He says, I'm definitely falling for her, eh? It's loose. It's hectic. I'm frothing it. No. 
Yes. He said all those three things. He's. I wrote that down exactly. It's loose. It's hectic. I'm definitely falling for her, A. It's loose. It's hectic. I'm frothing it. <laughs> I wrote it down. Oh, I don't care how much fun she has with him. I That's know. But then you're like, nope. but the other two guys are so boring. So it's like she's stuck with two boring Kendalls. Or an interesting guy who is funny but is also a disaster. Uh-huh. So here's hoping she ends up with no one is where I'm at. Well, is she allowed to do that? Just walk yes, away and say, because no, last thank you. year it's famous, the honey badger, the bachelor oh, yeah, last you year. Said, yeah. mm. He said no, mm. which everyone was annoyed because when he said no, he said, Oh, I'm just not ready to settle down. And everyone was like, Well, f- you because you don't go on this show unless you are ready to settle down, so you suck. But I think it's different for her because she is ready to settle down, but they gave her terrible matches. So it's not her fault that she doesn't want to end up with any of them. It's just that they all sucked. So if she pulls a honey badger, I don't think people will be mad at her like they were at the honey badger. Okay. Well, yeah, I hope they're not mad at her because it sounds like she... You know, she was dealt a bad hand here. She has been dealt an incredibly bad. I would not pick any of these dudes. Yeah. But then you know what? I'm I'm super, uh, God, who knows what my taste is (laughs) at this stage. (laughs) I'm Mm. I'm at a loss. Um, Okay. So they go to a magic sex couch. It's very sweet. She kind of just says, I didn't expect it. And this is what I love because this is kind of my philosophy for falling in love. Mm. She says, we're just two weirdos who are falling for each other. And I was like, oh, yeah. That's kind of how I feel when I'm falling for someone. Mm. Like you just, doesn't everyone just want someone who is just as much a weirdo as they are and just as much a dweeb as they are. And then you fall for each other and you're both secretly weirdo dweebs. And you fall in love and that's that. Right? It sounds great. Doesn't it? Yeah. That's what I saw. And so I started to think, oh, maybe they're meant to be together. And he tries really hard to get serious with her. And I don't think he's ever had a conversation this serious in his life. And so he stammers for a while and and he he doesn't say he's falling in love with her, which guys at this point in the competition are meant to say. Mm. Traditionally, you're meant to say, I'm falling in love with you. He doesn't. He says, oh, don't say frothing. No, he doesn't. Mm. He says, I'm fully falling for you, a. Mm. And then he says, in a roundabout way, I won't say the whole thing, but he he says a few disjointed sentences, which basically amounts to, if I had a daughter, I'd want her to be just like you. And it's very sweet, like basically saying, if I had a daughter. I'd want you to be her mother because you would raise her to be as awesome as you are is basically the sentiment of what he's trying to say Mm -hmm. in his very I'm high on pingers at (laughs) 3am way. And um, it's it's sweet and she does seem quite taken by it and Mm. she says to the camera, look, Tim is a loose cannon but, like, do I go for safe because that's what I thought I wanted or do I go for this person who I have really crazy good chemistry with who constantly makes me laugh? That's mm-hmm. kind of where she's ended up with him. Cut to dog guy's final date. Not a lot happens. The theme of this date is she wants to know if there's more to him than just her minge twinge. So, in other words, he's hot 
but he's boring. Is there more to him than that? Mm -hmm. And this is his last chance to prove that there's more to him than just being boring, which you've dated someone who... (laughs) (laughs) We're going there again, are we? Who gave you the pain pulse Uh in Felix's words. (laughs) Was good looking, but not super funny or interesting. Yeah. So you know how it feels to settle down with someone like that, yes? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you look so... Felix, can you see him on your screen? Oh, he looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> Third and last time we need to bring that up. And Look, yes, it's the only long-term relationship you have that we can refer to, so we're going to need to bring it up. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, also, when you've dated a German, you really get to know what it's like to date someone lacking a sense of humour. <laughs> um, I remember the German. But neither of them... I didn't even have the justification that they owned an island and they hung out with loads of dogs. And I got to tell you, from everything you've told me about the dog guy, I'm rooting for him to win because A, island, B, dogs. He doesn't own the island. Why are you convinced he owns the (laughs) island? I've told you he doesn't. If he gets to be there and do whatever the heck he wants there because he's the, what, custodian or something. Yes, whatever. I want to know more. Anyway, he's boring. Um, And, you know, he just sits there basically telling her, I love you. Oh, no, he doesn't say I love you. He says, I'm falling in love with you. You're amazing. You're perfect. You're my dream girl. I can't imagine being with anyone with you. Blah, 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 blah. And she says to him, do you have any doubts? And he says, no, zero, nothing, and looks her straight in the eye. And she's like, and she kind of looks at him like, well. You should. Yeah, you should. Like like her face, she says to him, really? And he says, yeah. And her face is kind of like, this is a stupid reality show. Mm. The whole thing is ridiculous. The whole thing is bizarre. Like you should have some doubts and you should be talking to me about them. We should mm. be laughing about them and talking about how weird this is. But instead he just acts like a weird dog guy robot mm. and... And she's like, are you sure? And he goes, no, everything's perfect. You're perfect. This is perfect. Everything's perfect. And so then they cut to her in a talking head and she says, maybe Tim is too crazy and Ryan isn't crazy enough, which mm-hmm. is, in other words, it's like he's boring. Mm-hmm. But then she starts talking about how they're meant to be and how, like, the universe has brought them together because, like, they were chatting online and then, like, He just randomly turned up on the show and she says to him, to me, having you here and not ending up with you would be like slapping the universe in the face. And I thought it wouldn't actually be like that, though, because that's not what happened at all. Mm -hmm. He slid into your DMs two years ago, stalked you for a while, found out you were going to be The Bachelorette, applied, got on the show, and here he is. So that's not the universe. That's a guy kind of obsessed with you. The mm-hmm. universe did shit. <laughs> right? And the producers helped him along. Exactly. Yeah. So it seems like they're setting him up to win at this point. Like, uh, of the last three, I can't really see her picking Tim or Carlin because Tim, if he's the real-life Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, then Carlin is a real-life Kendall, and they both have the personality that you would assume would go along with those identities. So, like, I don't think Ryan the dog guy is a winner, but I do think he'll win here. 
because mm-hmm. those are the sad options. Okay. Yes? Yeah. He says he's falling in love with her, which is what he's meant to say, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Cut to Carlin's final date. The theme of this date is, is he just here to be an actor? We need to find out. Because at the end of the last episode, his brother told Angie that he came on the show to be an actor and Angie was like, excusez-moi, I thought he was on the show for me. Uh-huh. And then they had this big fight in which Carlin, in an example of why he hasn't made it as an actor yet, dramatically exploded and tried to cry, didn't quite succeed, and uh-huh. stormed off. Uh-huh. So basically they're at this weird place where she's trying to decide if he's only on the show for his acting career. Mm-hmm. He's trying to convince her that he's not. Their entire date seems to be just them driving in a car. Mm-hmm. And then they go to their magic sex couch and he kind of just says to her, yes, I'm a model and an actor, but I didn't want that to make me look bad. <laughs> so it's kind of like saying, yes, I'm incredibly, extremely good looking, <laughs> but I didn't want that to intimidate you, which is why I didn't bring it up. And he's like, but I stuffed up. I should have told you because now I'm realizing that to not tell you looked bad. Mm. And then he says, I haven't done anything professional since 2006 except a few commercials, which is professional work. Uh And I think he's also forgetting his YouTube channel where he reviews mouthwash, the last of which was like two months ago in 2019. And I looked it up and I can provide the link to Darcy so he can give us a sound. Hey guys, so I'm going to be trialing a new product today. It is the Detox Mouthwash from Hair B. So I don't know about you, but I'm quite over using regular mouthwashes and I find that I don't want to use them anymore because I, they maybe give you fresh breath for a couple of minutes and that's it and stain your teeth. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, how many episodes are there in this series of mouthwash reviews? Oh, no, it's not mouthwash reviews. It's just like Carlin is an influencer who reviews oh, products. So Carlin right. is trying to be an, an, an internet whore. Uh-huh. Okay. And this was February 2019. So this was earlier this year. Right. Hey, guys, I know that mouthwash does a lot, but what does it do? Freshen your breath for a couple minutes and stain your teeth? Does it? <laughs> I didn't think that was the case, but sure. <laughs> so that's Carlin's thing. Anyway, so on this whole day, and he didn't want to intimidate her with that because no, that was yeah, just he too didn't, much. He didn't want her to know that he's a serious actor. Yeah, who reviews mouthwash? She might on be YouTube. starstruck. Yeah, and there is. Wait, let me double check. Uh, about 1,100 views on that video. So it's oh. huge. It's gone viral. <laughs> yeah, and he's not one to brag. So and that's definitely not that just people like me who've been watching The Bachelorette and just want to look it up and laugh at him. Anyway, so he basically <laughs> says to her, I'm falling in love with you. We are serious. This is a thing. And the whole thing is just so, like, acty. Yeah. It's just acting all the time. Like, you and I went to drama school together. We know what terrible actors are. It's like the whole time he's with her, it's like someone trying his hardest to act sincere. Mm. But because he's not a great actor, it's having the opposite effect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I feel like he's constantly very aware 
that the cameras are on him and he knows that this is the f***ing audition of his life. Mm -hmm. Like he's 33, he's not getting any younger. If he hasn't made it as an actor by now, he doesn't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. So this time on The Bachelorette is his time to prove that he could be the next, you know, one of the Chris's, Hemsworth, Pint. I was going to say Jenna's. <laughs> oh, or Jenna. I mean, I don't I don't judge. Whatever. He's had the So, feelings. anyway, he says he's falling in love with her and she says that she believes him about the acting thing, that he, you know, wasn't trying to hide it from her. Whatever. Sure. They make out a bit. The end. Rose ceremony. Carlin. Tim. Ki- uh, who's the other one? Dog guy. Dog guy, thank you. And she made out with all of them? I just looked at Felix and Felix gave me nothing. <laughs> she made out with all of them. They all uh-huh. told her they were falling for her. Um, cut to the rose ceremony. She walks in and immediately starts crying. So Osha's like, there's three of you left. One of you's going home. Mm. Angie walks in, bursts into tears. And I think, well, it's because they're all terrible choices. I'd cry too. <laughs> like, who are you going to f***ing pick? Um, at this point, I'm... Like, I think it's pretty obvious Carlin's going. I think they wouldn't put Carlin and Dog Guy in the finale together because that would basically be like having the same guy in the finale, like, and that's boring. So Mm. I think it's going to come down to Tim and Dog Guy. And so I'm bored. Like, I'm just like, let's get this episode over. Next minute, Carlin gets the first rose. What? Okay. Twist, right? (laughs) I was watching this by myself on Wednesday night and I wasn't even drinking, so I was like, I had no support network, no no parachute, nothing to catch me. I was emotionally confused. (laughs) Carlin got the first rose, (gasps) which meant immediately I was like, okay, well, Tim's going then because they've set up Dog Guy to be the guy who wins, right? And so I was like, oh, this is going to be boring. It's going to come down to Carlin and Dog Guy. And that's just basically coming down to two Ken dolls. And she bursts into tears, which makes it obvious. It's because she's so sad that she's got to break Frothia's heart. Mm -hmm. Like, he's very sweet and he's an idiot and he's not settling down material Um, And she knows that she's going to hurt him. And so she bursts into tears and she walks out of the house and she's like, I can't do this. And she talks to the producers. She's like, it's too hard to choose. And like, you have to. And so she goes back in and she's crying and she's crying and she's crying. And she has one rose left and she gives it to Tim. Oh. What? (laughs) I know. I was so confused. Ryan, the dog guy, looks shocked. Uh-huh. Like, he cannot, he he <laughs> was not, he thought he was going to win. Yeah. So he is just flawed. Um, it's like he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, mm. but he thought he was the sharpest tool in this shed. So he can't believe that he's been thrown like this. Uh-huh. What? Um, Weren't they lining him up to be The Bachelor last year or the year before or something, right? No, he won Cosmopolitan Bachelor of the Year in, yeah. like, 2017 I th- or 2016. But then she called him out that he was, maybe he was going to be a contestant on The Bachelorette last year. No, okay, so last week there was a drama because he had insisted that he would never 
apply to go on a tacky reality show ever. It was so beneath him. The only reason he applied to go on it is because he was really into her and he really cared about her and he really wanted to be with her. Mm. And so she was like, oh, that's so sweet. But then it came out that he'd actually applied to be on The Bachelorette before, so he's full of shit. Okay, right. Yeah. So do you think maybe this whole thing has been a bit of a stitch-up to set him up to be the next Bachelor? I... Don't think so because he is so freaking boring that it would he just could not be the next bachelor. Astro Bachi was kind of boring though, right? No, like, that was not all like about this. the girls. Astro Bachi was boring, but he also had other values, like other attributes, like he was smart and funny. Mm-hmm. This guy is boring and I think is an influencer who possibly lives at home with his parents. <laughs> So, <laughs> on their uh, island. Okay. It's not their island, but <laughs> yeah, I no, this guy will not be the bachelor. So, no. Okay. I think that um I'm confused because I thought the only reason he was here is because he would win and he thought the only reason he was here is because he would win. And she takes him outside and he gets into his car and she's bawling like bawling tears. Mm. And he just says, oh, it's okay, I just want you to be happy. And he gets in the car and he leaves. And she turns to a producer and says, oh, I feel like I made a mistake. I think that was the wrong choice. I made a mistake. End of episode. Can she retract? Maybe. Oh, you've got that look in your eyes. (laughs) Thursday. This is what I just watched with. Dino and Felix, and it was the first full episode Felix has ever watched. And he was on his phone for 80% of the time, so I don't think he was that interested. (laughs) (laughs) So we open with um, Angie, and she basically is talking about, like, who she wants to end up with. Mm -hmm. And, And she describes the two guys. And this is how she describes them because she's a dog lover. She says, Carlin is like a cavoodle. He's amazing. He's well-bred. He's great to look at. Everybody loves a cavoodle. Mm. And then she says, Tim is like a three-legged mutt. (laughs) (laughs) You still love the three-legged mutt, but he's less predictable. Uh And then she says, so do you go with the well-behaved dog who looks great Or do you go with the dog who shits all over the floor but is a lot of fun? She said that. Yes. So she. (laughs) If someone ever describes you as a person who will shit all over the floor but is a lot of fun. And they have. (laughs) Possibly. Hey, I've shat myself before when I've been drunk. Not that long ago, to be honest. I really appreciated that phone call when you told me all about it. Hey, one of the most popular parts of my stand-up of all time (laughs) is the story I tell when I got so drunk that I shat myself. So, (laughs) Look, I was there for the lead-up, so I feel kind of responsible. I got to tell you. Hasn't landed me with a husband, but (laughs) certainly got me a lot of laughs, (laughs) which I feel like is the story of my life. (laughs) No one wants to date me, but they laugh at my jokes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so 
That's how she's described them. Um, we open with Tim, and the point of this date is both guys are going to meet her family. Mm. Um, Tim comes in. Didn't they already um, do that? Yes, but this is like the final two, so it's like a second chance okay. to meet the family. Mm. And she tells them she meets them alone first, and they're like, who are the final two? And she says, Carlin. And they're like, yes, we love that. We love him. He's a Ken doll. That's who we want for you. And they're like, who's the second one? And she looks really nervous to tell them, mm. which is not a great sign if you're nervous to tell your family who you're dating. Mm. And she says, the second one is Tim. And they all kind of start laughing, <laughs> which also isn't a great sign. <laughs> which again makes me wonder, and we talked about this in the Bachelor finale, like who I would bring home to my family and who my family would be. Like it would be you. Mm-hmm. It would be my older sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably my nephew, Muhammad, who is more protective of me than anyone mm-hmm. and who would be more, like, when I'm dating someone, Muhammad likes to know about it because he's very jealous mm-hmm. because Muhammad is the main man in my life. <clears throat> um, your mother. Oh, the widow Stanley. Better the widow be there. Stanley is very invested in who I'm dating. I guess maybe Dino and Felix now are very protective of me and would like to know who I'm dating. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I mean, that's a very mixed bag of people I would bring actually contestants <laughs> home to. I don't have a proper family to bring anyone home to. Oh, this might be part of the problem. That's quite a gauntlet for someone to try to run. I know. And it's funny because so many people have been tagging me the last week saying, Rosie, why aren't you the bachelorette? And I'm like, yes, people have been saying this to me for years. I think it's because I don't have a family <laughs> You could bring a person home to. Who would I bring them home to? And there's no way in hell you would be able to take that premise seriously. No, that's true. Also, I don't think I could ever date someone who would be on The Bachelorette. Don't you think? Like, oh. <laughs> I don't think you could. Either. Like, I I feel like The Bachelorette yes. is full of, no offence, Felix, but like DJs and... <laughs> personal trainers and, like, I don't know, uh, wannabe actors and landscape gardeners. Like, that's that's Correct. what it is. And that's not me. Like, I, I... Okay, so if you think about what is the ultimate kind of guy you would want, Jacob? Uh, number one, self-respect and dignity. And that's, I think... Ahead of a sense of humor and intelligence, which I know is obviously at the top of your list, but I feel like anyone who's willing to go on that show gives away their dignity and their self-respect. But I feel like those two are kind of a figure eight because anybody with self-respect and dignity probably also has enough sense of humor and intelligence to understand. Yeah, they probably go hand in hand. Those two are intertwined. Yes. But outside, yes. Okay. So those are things that we need. Uh But outside of that, Mm -hmm. like, I, I just don't think any guy that I would be interested in would be interested in going on this show. No. Like, okay. Because I'm looking for a guy with money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have money, so (laughs) I don't need, I've got my own money. Um, maybe 10 years ago I would have said that, but I'm all set now. So I, okay, let me think. Let me think for a second. 
I need a guy, yes, who is funny and smart, mm. dweeby, because I'm dweeby, mm. big time. I need a guy who, okay, can own a room because mm-hmm. it's my job to own rooms. It's my job to walk into a room and own the room and and be the person in charge of the room and to always be on. But what I think a lot of people don't realise is I'm very introverted and a lot of the time I get tired of doing that. Mm. Like it's my job to perform and to be brilliant all the time, which I am. It's mm. fine. It's not difficult for me. But I would like a guy who when I get tired and just want to break, I can step back and let him take control of the room. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let him be in charge of, like, socializing when I can't be bothered. Mm -hmm. Also, I would like someone who is brilliant at what they do and loves what they do and isn't invested or jealous of, invested in or jealous of what I do. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I do. And like, I know my I, mom's going to say this, so I'll just point it out now. You're describing me. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe what we've been looking for is right in front of us all along. Yeah, but we can't sleep with each other. Is that Because like you're horrified of vaginas and I like penises, but you don't want me to look at yours. <laughs> so like, You can look, just don't touch. <laughs> I mean, I just would like, don't you think there's nothing, we've talked about this before, there's nothing sexier than watching someone who is brilliant at what they do, Mm. being brilliant at it and loving it. That's so, no matter what it is, like that's so awesome to see. Mm. And I'm brilliant at what I do and I love it. So whatever guy who is with me gets to see that. Mm. But I don't often get to see that in whoever I'm with because I don't often find people who are as brilliant as me. It's exhausting. (laughs) That's why I'm still single, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. What am I trying to say at the end of the day? I need someone who's as brilliant as me and I haven't found it yet. Mm. Neither of you. No, and, and I, I resign myself think... to the fact that it's not going to happen and we're all going to end up living together Golden Girls style. No, just I think gals. it could happen. Don't resign. I mean, I would be thrilled to end up living with you Golden Girls style, but I think it can happen. Can't it? Look, anything could happen in this day and age, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you give up. <sighs> oh, f- Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, anyway... That's what the both of us want, and that's why we'll never go on this show because this show is not where you find that. Uh-huh. And I feel like Angie probably wants something similar to what the two of us want, and so I'm shocked that she went on this show because she was definitely never going to find it, but that's fine. So question, yeah. is she the type of gal who can own a room but wants someone else to do it for her? Yeah. Or is she the when, type of gal? No, when she can't be bothered. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I can own a room, and I will, but when I'm tired of it, I would like who I'm with to be able to step in. Uh-huh. So yeah. your Prince Charming, when he rides in on his white horse, is yes. going to take over the hosting and energy yes. management responsibilities from you. Yeah. Yes. Do you feel like that's what she wants too? Is that why you bring that up? Or I think, yeah, no, yeah. I do think that's what she so wants. So does Tim do that or does Carlin do that? Because Tim feels does like, that. Okay, so he's the buoyant one. Yeah. And it feels like Carlin's the sort of serious, um, broody one. I think Carlin one. wants to be able to do that because Carlin fancies himself 
like the next Robert Pattinson, but he's not. Got it. I think Tim does it without realizing how or why he does it. Uh, how frequently does she bring up the fact that Carlin's the one who's married, right? Yeah, he's still married. Yes, we're forgetting he's still married. So, uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, this so is it, though. They this would have had to have split with. up less than a year ago. Yeah, what did they say? A bit over a year. Yeah, Felix says a bit over a year is what they said. And waiting for that divorce. Waiting and, for that divorce. Okay, cool. So, the body's not even cold yet and he's yeah, moved on. Yeah, body's not even cold and he's moving on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we are. Okay, we've got to move I'm on. Team Tim. We've talked about you. our we've talked about our dream men, <laughs> which are probably unicorns who don't exist. We're moving on. I'm all, I'm also Team Tim, but I'm also Team Tim because there are no other better options. Like if I have to pick between Tim and Carlin, I'm Team Tim, right? Correct. I think that's what everyone is at this point. And I can't believe that. I cannot for a second believe that I've ended up on Team Frothier. <laughs> I don't think anyone can. <laughs> like, this is how bizarre this whole situation is. Mm-mm. So, Tim meets the family first and they keep asking him, uh, they seem suspicious and weird and they keep asking him whether he's too much of a party boy. Like, are you too young to settle down with Angie? By the way, he's two years younger than her. Mm. Like, if I've dated guys so much <laughs> Even that, that's fine. <laughs> um, he's two. He's twenty-seven. She's twenty-nine. Um, I'm thirty-three, and I dated a guy a few months ago who was twenty-five. So, whatever. You keep um, bragging about that. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm just using it as like a litmus <laughs> measurement test. Like that's it's not a huge deal anyway. Um, they keep asking him, "Are you too much of a party boy?" And he gets really annoyed, and then he he looks to the camera and he goes. I've done my hair nice and neat and I put my cleanest cut clothes on. Hey, like what more can I do? Like he's really frustrated that they keep asking him whether or not he's serious. Um, And they all think he's a little bit goofy, but he does actually charm them in the end. Like he kind of just, and I was saying to Dino and Felix as we were watching, I think the charming thing about Tim is he's not smart enough to be disingenuous. Like he's not smart enough to be manipulative. So everything that he says about her and how he feels is absolutely true because he just doesn't have the capacity to lie. And so he says to her parents and he says to her brothers, I just think she is so perfect. I'm falling in love with her. She's beautiful. I want to be with her. I can't imagine being with anyone else. She's really important to me. And they all really believe him because it's very sweet and you can tell that he really means it. Um, which is very different to Carlin because everything he says is like he's doing a 90-second piece to camera for an audition. So (laughs) (laughs) Carlin (laughs) talks to them and they, you know, they like him. He's clean cut and sweet and whatever and he's very different to Tim. Um, But at the end of talking to both of them, the family says, look, like, we can't really choose. We thought it would absolutely be Carlin. But once we met Tim, we we realized how genuinely, like, he feels for you. And we can see why he's in the final two. Uh So now we have final two dates where she's alone with them, having taken on board what her what her family have said. Um, with Carlin, um, ugh, 
He just sucks. It's boring. Literally, I wrote here, Minge twinge, hate him, nothing happens, they go kayaking. And then I turned to Dino and <laughs> I turned to Dino and Felix and I said, the only thing I have to say about him is that you can tell he has no idea where the clitoris is. <laughs> like I he just I hate him that much. <laughs> I hate him. <sighs> He, so their date is boring. It's just whatever. Mm. Cut to Tim. They go hot air ballooning. Um, she talks about how they have a soulmate connection. Then they go and get in a pool and they make out in a pool. And f-ing, what is hotter than making out in a pool? Making out in a pool is hot. It's just fun. It's fun to do. Mm-hmm. You're all slippery slidey and things happen and making out in a pool is fun. Um, <laughs> so they make out in a pool, which is hot. Um, and then we cut to the rose ceremony and whoever gets out of the car first traditionally is who loses. So what are your feelings? Where are we at? Who do you think is going to win? Well, firstly, I mean, from what you've told me, that formula has been thrown out the window after the last well, season. Well, yes, so which, but now. only once ever, which yeah, I don't but... think they'll pull so soon again. I think they did it that one time. And if they did it again now, it would come back to bite them on the ass. So I don't think that's going to happen this okay, time. Okay, but I bet you were guessing. While you were watching, I bet you you were <laughs> second guessing. Or oh, will they I double down? I oh, kept saying to Fifi and Dino, I was like, I honestly don't know what's going to happen and it's effing killing me. Yeah. Like, I hate that I can't tell. I mm-hmm. hate that I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, firstly, I just don't understand why so many of their dates involve modes of transport. Like, because there's nothing else. <laughs> but because of the fact that the people who are organizing this also have to organize the camera crew. And if they're mm. constantly trying to film people who are in motion, surely <laughs> that's making it harder and more expensive for themselves. And also, who enjoys transporting from A to B together? That's not a date. That's I don't true. get it. Whether you're sitting on the back of a motorized tricycle or riding in a hot air balloon or jumping in a Hyundai. This is another reason I could never be the bachelorette is because 90% of my dates would be, do you want to just come to my house and watch TV and drink Yeah, because you get motion sick. That's, that's all Every I, single yeah, date would have had you vomiting. <laughs> I know. That's all I ever wanted to do. <laughs> Every single time I socialize, be it with romantic people, friends, whoever. I'm like, do you want to just come to my house and watch TV and drink wine? <laughs> That's <laughs> all I do. <laughs> so that would be my entire series of The Bachelorette. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I would let someone tell me all about it. I would not watch <laughs> it, but um, yeah, I'd listen. Um, and okay, again, I've got limited understanding of how this show works, but from what I heard about Abby and um, Astro mm-hmm. Bashi last time around. Um, if your final date involves making out hot and heavy in a pool, you're probably not going to win. So mm-hmm. I feel like maybe Carlin actually has this stitched up. Okay. So we're at the rose ceremony. Mm. Whoever gets out first, and I will say there's no twist. Who gets out first We're wins. back to formulaic. Right? We're back to formulaic. Who do you think gets out? By the way, uh, you wouldn't notice this, but this is um, historical. Osha isn't there to greet uh, Angie or the final two dudes because his wife went into labor with Wolfie 
And so this was the first time in the history of the Bachelor franchise that he wasn't there for the final episode. That was months ago, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but this was filmed months ago. Ah. Um, right. <laughs> Do we care? Does it make a difference? Well, Could no, you tell? I, just, I feel like it's worth pointing out okay. that Osha wasn't there for the first time ever. Okay. Anyway, so Osha I love him, there. by the way. I love him too. He's one of my dearest, I've dearest friends. I've been listening friends. to his podcast and it's actually really, really good. Did you listen to my episode with him? Oh, yeah. You were my gateway drug. Like, yeah. that's how I got into it. Yep. He's one of my dearest, dearest friends. Mm. And we literally became friends because of The Bachelor. It's one of the brilliant things to come out of this show mm-hmm. is our lovely friendship. Okay. So they did it without <laughs> Osho. Yeah, they did how it did without Osho. Didn't make a huge difference. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> but, um, anyway, so... Angie's standing there uh, some under some tree in Byron Bay because they couldn't afford to go out of the country. Priceline didn't pay them that much money for the sticker on the makeup bag. South African Airlines they, had already yeah. blown their budget. Priceline didn't pay South African <laughs> Airlines money. Oh, f- my South African Airlines accent is good. Sure, honey. <laughs> Get effed. I'm good at that. <gasps> I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Yes, see? (laughs) We graduated from the same drama school, my friend. We have similar skills. Okay, who gets out of the car first? Jesus, let's do this. It's Frothia. Oh. Yeah, I knew it. Uh, Well, I didn't, to be honest. I honestly thought... If it comes down to Carlin and Frothia, it's gonna be Frothia well, because Carlin be. is a human Kendall with no personality who literally does mouthwash reviews on a YouTube channel. Like, what? Also, she picks someone who is married. <laughs> what? He's married. Also, okay, look, and we've been talking about this tonight and uh, I don't know. She has what I think is a Jesus fish tattoo on her hand. Oh. Also a Christian cross tattoo on the base of her neck. So I think possibly they've, and there's nothing wrong with this, no judgment, connected over their shared Christianity off screen in a way that we didn't see. That is the only explanation I can give for why she picked him because he is so bland, so boring, so crap that it would be like me picking, uh, 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 I can't even, who is the least funniest man you've ever met? It would be like me picking that man. (laughs) Like I, I, who is, okay, who, if I was on The Bachelorette, who is the last man in the world you think I would pick? <gasps> Me, Rosie Waterland. One of the dudes off Top Gear. <laughs> that is so perfect. <laughs> Just pick one. Yes, one of them. Okay. So me picking one of the dudes off Top Gear is like how shocked I am that Angie picked Carlin. I, that is how weird and 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 unexpected it was to me. Mm-hmm. Like, 
uh, I can pick the bachelor and the bachelorette always. I can always pick it. And this shocked me. Mm-hmm. So I think it has to do with her secret Jesus fish tattoo and her secret cross tattoo that, like, I think they talked about Christian Jesus things off camera that we didn't see, and that's mm. why they like each other because I can't think of any other reason. Mm. It's like if there was a guy that you thought was totally weirdly wrong for me and you couldn't understand why I picked him and then you found out that when we were off camera we talked about, like, Big Mouth in the office and you'd be like, oh, okay, I can see why she likes him. Mm-hmm. Like, otherwise you wouldn't be able to tell, mm. you know? Yeah. I think they must have had some kind of connection that we did not see. Right, yeah. Be that Christianity or, I don't know, mouthwash reviews. Mm -hmm. They connected in some way. Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe it was easier to say goodbye to Tim in this sort of format than off camera because it feels like he genuinely really, really felt for her and maybe she was a little bit scared off by those feelings. And also, if she was trying to sort of let it happen now when there could be a bit of distance about it, it sort of brings itself back to what she was saying about the fact that he's like that mangy dog who's missing a leg that probably doesn't have a long lifespan, that in all honesty, I want her to be the type of person who rescues that dog rather than going for the... But also it's not her job to rescue that dog. And so here's here's where I fall in that, okay, she had two choices. She could end up with this weird Christian Ken doll, which is whatever, or she could end up with this guy who was funny and made her laugh but also was problematic in a bunch of ways. And I've dated 20 of those guys and you've been there. You know me. I always go for guys who are skinny nerds with brown hair and brown eyes and who make me laugh and who are funny but, like, that's it. And then I date them and I think I'm into them. And then a few weeks later, I'm like, oh, I'm doing their washing. And I'm like helping them write things. And I'm like carrying them through life. And you're like, Rosie, mm, I think you're better than them. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And it's like I've dated frothiers. I've dated Tims who you think because they make you laugh are perfect for you. But often making you laugh isn't enough. Making you laugh is important and it's a non-negotiable, but it's not the only Mm non-negotiable. You need a guy who makes you laugh but also is a Mm grown-up and a human and can own a room and be brilliant and smart and other things. Agreed. Knows how to pay rent and bills and you know what I mean. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to have to come around and kick you out of Rosie's house. Exactly. So, like, I don't blame her for not picking Tim, but I also am shocked that she picked Carlin. And Mm. I'm still not convinced that tomorrow morning when it comes time to do press, they will, like, I'm not convinced they'll be together. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they are, I think it's a weird Hillsong relationship and if, or they'll break up soon. Like, I just don't think they'll last. Whatever happens, they're not going to last. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, A, 
And you I know agree what a, with you, and I also don't care. So. Exactly. You know what a huge sign is that this sucks is that nobody cares. I haven't even told you what happens when he gets out of the car. And oh, do you yeah. care? No, no. Nobody cares. He gets out of the car. She picks him, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy." And she's like, "So am I." And they kiss, and that's it. Uh-huh. Like, do you even care? No. Uh, not in the slightest. They're not. I, I highly doubt they're still together, and if they are, I don't think they'll last much longer. And that's how depressing this season of The Bachelorette has been, the end. That's it. Oh, now he goes back to reviewing mouthwash and getting lip fillers. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What a catch. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with getting lip fillers. No, honey, I got my Botox topped up this afternoon. (laughs) I got my lash extensions refilled today. Felix was like, you look really pretty. Have you done something? And I was like, yeah, I had literal fake hairs attached to my real eyelash hairs. (laughs) That's why I look nice. (laughs) So that's it. That's that. Thank God. We made it through. And you know what? It's at least 12, well, I'd say 10 months until Bachelor starts again. So we're free. (sighs) Hallelujah. So we've got 10 months of talking about whatever you want to tell me about. Exactly. And you know what? Some weeks, if you want to take over, you can, because that'd be nice for me. <laughs> oh, I, I'm super keen. Um, you just have to share with me the list of what people want to hear about. There is a huge list of what people want to hear about. People have been sending me so many amazing suggestions to the point where we're actually setting up a dedicated email account because I can't keep track of all the suggestions. Oh. It's also important for me now to let everybody know that we're taking a break next week. So next week there'll be no just the gist so that we can prepare for the new episodes and the week after we'll come back and I'll be doing just the gist of something really awesome, mm. nothing Bachelor related, but I can <laughs> tell you it's going to be scandal news related. Ah, okay, yeah. so we're, we're starting big. We're starting big. We're starting with a big one. Uh-huh. So basically we're going to do just the gist of like what's in the news each week because I messaged you last night and I said, what's happening in the news right now that you want to know about? And you said, I don't know what's happening in the news. <laughs> and I said, uh-oh. And you said something with Trump? Question mark. <laughs> and I said, I'll have a look. So, yes, each week we'll probably do about 10 to 15 minutes of me just filling Jacob in of what the just the gist is of the news. Uh-huh. And then the bulk of the episode will be me telling Jacob just the gist of something that I'm interested in or he might be interested in in, or you guys might be interested in. And we're starting with a biggie, a big scandal surrounding an important person Oh, is what I'm giving you just the gist of. I like that we're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. I just Mm -hmm. felt like we needed to come in with a big one to get people into it. Uh So... I'm excited to not be talking about The Bachelor anymore, aren't you? And so is everyone, it seems, because everyone has been messaging me saying, here's this awesome idea that you should do on Just the Gist. By the way, I'm very excited for you to not be talking about The Bachelor anymore. I'm like, so are we. We're psyched. Uh, Well, congratulations to you for paying attention the whole way through. Well, look, wine helped. Wine really helped. Yeah, thank you, wine. Um, Thank you, beer. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Hillsong. (laughs) Thank you, Hillsong. Thank you, Carlin. Thank you, Channel 10. Thank you, Osha. Thank you, Oprah. Thank you all. 
Thank you, Rosie. <laughs> Thank you, Jacob's sensuous, honey-toned voice that everybody feels the need to mention, which only makes me feel like I'm more paranoid about my nasal, high-toned 15-year-old cadence. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Honey, bubble bath. Bubble bath. Okay. There we go. Oh, we're done. Okay, bye, everyone. Love you. Bye. Tune Ciao. in. Uh, not next week, but the week after for, like, new Just the Gist. Yay! Bye. Listener.